you can do many things in your life, but you can only at any moment optimize for one thing. But the people who want to be the best at everything usually don't end up the best at anything. Exactly. And I don't want you to fall into that trap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode today for episode number 552. There is no such thing as multitasking. So, it's interesting. I was actually talking about this with a client yesterday. I said a lot of people I'll ask, especially feminine energies, mm. and I'll say if you could be the best at something, what would it be? Like, out of all the things you're doing, hopefully you're doing the thing you want to be the best at, and all the things out of all the things you're doing, what would you want to be the best at? And every answer I've gotten is usually, oh, I want to be the best at everything. I know. I want to be the best at everything, right? And I understand because I know at one point I, I wanted the same thing. But, at the end of the day, and we can break it down to like throughout your day, it's really hard to multitask. Like multitasking isn't a thing that works, but imagine if in your mind you want to be the best at a bunch of different things. Yeah. Like if you're trying to multitask over the long term, you're going to end up, and this is what I said. I said, okay, this is going to be a little bit of a hard truth, but the people who want to be the best at everything usually don't end up the best at anything. Exactly. And I don't want you to fall into that trap because I think a lot of people do. And I think... What people need to really understand here is the micro and the macro. So not only can you not multitask on the micro level, but you also don't want to multitask on the macro level. Let me try to explain that. So we live in an economy and a world that's very, very, very specialized. I have one friend who in college was extremely, extremely good at coding. He now makes a quarter million dollars and has risen very successfully because coding is something that the world very, very much needs excellent coders because most of where technology is headed, software is a very big deal, okay? He doesn't have to be super good at almost anything else, and he still makes a quarter of a million dollars a year. Now, I'm not saying not to be well-rounded. What I'm saying is you have to understand, like, the marketplace values you for one thing. It's a very specialized marketplace. If you're the very best, you know, sniper in the world, you're going to be hired at the highest price point. There, there's a multiple. You know, people want to work with the best. And, and here, here's what I would say as well. If you want to be the best at everything, you almost can't right. be the best at anything. And I'll explain this. Okay. Uh, Kobe Bryant, I've been listening to a lot of interviews of him, and uh, he's actually a fairly strong speaker, which I enjoy. But basically what he said is that, you know, people ask, like, everyone talks about your work ethic. Like, what was your work ethic really like? And he said, well, my mentality was to be the very best at my craft, and people are coming and paying their hard-earned dollars to see you perform. And my entire life for 20 years, every single day, was how do I become a better basketball player? Now, if he wanted to be a concert pianist, 
he would have an entirely different life for those 20 years. Now, let me ask the listeners this question. Would Kobe Bryant be Kobe Bryant if he spent four hours a day playing piano in addition to all of the work he did in basketball compared to the version of Kobe Bryant that allocated those four hours to studying, practicing, and teaching basketball? It's not even close, especially over the long term. And so one of the things Kevin and I wanted to talk about on this episode is is you can only really optimize for one thing at a time. Right now, Kevin and I are both optimizing how much value can we add to our listeners on this episode. That's our main focus. Everything we do and don't do, say and don't say, think and don't think, believe and don't believe is predicated on that is what we're optimized for. Now, as soon as we get off this podcast, we're going to optimize for something else. So you can only optimize for one thing at a time, but it's macro and micro. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, I don't know, I think on the micro, it's probably more of a problem for people because I don't, I don't necessarily know that, like we were talking today, like how many people really want to be the best in the world at something? Like the percentage is probably pretty small. Right. But everybody wants to, or everybody has more than one thing to do a day. Oh, yeah. So I, I know a lot of people multitask. I'm guilty of it too. Like I'll be doing something and my phone will go off and I'll check my phone. And I know I shouldn't do that. Mm. I know I shouldn't do that. But I, I do believe that <clears throat> if you, I got a frog in my throat, a froggy. If you want to be the best version of you at something, let's just put it that way. Right. Not even if you want to be the best in the world. If you want to be the best version of you at something, then you have to make that your one thing. Yeah. What will come with that one thing is you will gain other you'll gain knowledge and you'll gain other strengths. Right? Like when, you know, coming from the podcast, you and I have the ability to speak on camera now. Mm. That's not always necessarily podcasting. It's mm. crossed over to other things. Right. Right? So if you get really good at your one thing, then you will have other opportunities presented to you that are attached in some way, shape, or form to that one thing. So I think a lot of people say, like, what I'll hear a lot is, I love different experiences. I don't want to tie myself into one thing. But if you understood that if you were successful at this one thing, you'd be able to do all these other experiences eventually, then you might go about it a little bit different. And I also understand that too, like, it makes sense. I, I used to be of the same way. I wanted to do a lot of different things. Right. I didn't really want to do one thing. Why? I don't know. I don't I mean part of me I don't think was super passionate about one thing. It's hard to it's hard to go all in on one thing if you're not passionate about it. I think that's another thing that has to be talked about anytime you're talking about something like this, especially on the macro. Are you do you actually enjoy what you're doing? Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you're gonna be trying to multitask. Yeah. You're gonna be trying to do you know, mix your ambition with your pleasure. I was on the phone with two of our clients, mutual clients, Kevin and I, um, Amy and Sharice, they wouldn't mind me saying that. And I remember telling them this. And basically what we did is uh, at the beginning of the call, and she wouldn't mind me mentioning this, Amy basically said, uh, and just for everyone listening, this is uh, different. This is not the Amy that you're used to us talking about. This is a different Amy, client Amy. And she basically said, I I asked how you were. And she said, I'm wearing all these different hats. I'm a wife and I'm a mother and I'm a daughter, and I'm a sister, and I'm a podcaster, and I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm all these different things, and I'm having trouble balancing it all. Mm. And I taught her the, the, what I believe is the truth of like, you can do many things in your life, but you can only at any moment optimize for one thing. And so you have to get very, very clear on 
what is the priority and both on the micro and the macro. And I, I remember, and I'll use Emilia as an example for this, which I remember when I first asked Emilia her favorite color and she said, I want to say the rainbow. I love all the colors. That if you're out there listening, and I mentioned this to Amy on the call, she resonated with that. She's like, that's how I feel all the time. Mm. This is what I've noticed with many of my clients. So there's masculine and there's feminine. Masculine is really, really good at focus on one thing at a time. They very they struggle. The masculine energy struggles to multitask. The feminine energy wants to do a lot of different stuff and loves variety. If you were entirely feminine, you would only ever expand and never really ignite the compound effect of any one thing. Mm. But if you're entirely masculine energy, you would only do one thing and you wouldn't learn and grow and expand and, and look at new cultures. You wouldn't travel. You know what I mean? So you have to expand, refocus, expand, refocus. It's yin and yang. So I don't want anyone out there to think that Kevin and I think that the masculine refocus way is the way. Here's what I would tell you. Which one are you naturally better at? So for Kevin and I, I can tell you from experience that we're naturally pretty good at doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. So we probably would benefit from trying new stuff and doing new things and traveling more and that kind of stuff. But most people, I believe, are naturally more feminine and they, they tend to be more variety driven. So that's not what you optimize for. That's not what you work on. Amy and Sharice, and, and shout out to them, they, they know that they're naturally more feminine. So they need to work on focusing. Whereas with me, I'm going away this weekend with Emilia. That's not something I would naturally do. But I do think it will be expansive for me. So, but I don't think, I think that everyone's righty and lefty. I think you have to figure out which one you are and then work on the other one. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been afraid to tell your friends or your family what you really wanted out of life? It's clear that you want to get to the next level. Join our private Facebook group. In that private Facebook group, you're going to get around a growth-minded, like-minded community who all have goals and dreams. That way you won't feel alone. You can be vulnerable. You can be understood. And again, there's nothing more important than getting on a winning team. To join Next Level Nation, just click the link in the show notes. And I think it's important to be aware of the situation too because, okay, so we're talking macro for your life, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road. We're also talking micro in your day-to-day, but we could even talk micro-micro on the situation of like when you and I are in the studio, where if we're talking about results then a lot of times feelings come second, mm-hmm. right? The main focus is like, how do we grow? How do we do that? I think it's also super important to understand that it's going to be very hard for you to do, okay, you can't judge somebody and feel empathy for them at the same time. Right. Like, that's not the way it works. You can only do one thing at a time. So I think it's very important to consciously choose, right? Right. If, if you're going to have to choose, at least do it consciously and understand like, okay, tonight, being present, you can either be present for me, it's either I'm present with Taryn or I'm working. It's, Same. It's very, very hard to integrate. It is. It is. And I've done, I think I've balanced it pretty well just because I've worked from home for the first time with somebody around. Right. You know, and, and that's been fine. And I think I'm really good at turning it on and off. But it's not easy. It's something I've practiced. And it's also something I want to get good at because I want her to be able to come into the office when we have our own, you know, our big house and sit on my lap in the morning. Like, I love that. So I enjoy it. Right. But I do think it's like if, what I think a lot of people, and we'll, we'll go after this, what I think a lot of people would do is they would immediately take their intention off of their work, put it on that person, 
and it would be hard for them to take their intention off that person and put it back to work. That's very hard for me. Right. Genuinely. Yeah. Um, I think that th- that's actually a better way to reframe all of this. You can only have one, you can only optimize one intention at a time. Mm. If you walk into a party and your intention is to meet John Smith to network with him, right? Versus, I'm going to have as much fun as possible tonight. See, those are two separate intentions. It's going to change the entire experience. So we have a formula we, we use uh, from David Meltzer. He talks about set an intention, pay attention, and then what a coincidence. The results you want will show up. I think a lot of people have trouble with this multitasking thing because they aren't clear on their intention in advance. Mm. Before my coaching calls, and then we'll go after this, I literally, uh, I was on the, shout out to Kevin Caldwell, I was on the phone with him yesterday. Before the call, I sat there and I said, Alan, what's your intention? My intention on this call is to help Kevin become as successful as he possibly can. To help him as much as I possibly can become more successful. Now, if that's my intention, what if my intention was make sure you don't hurt his feelings? Mm. See, changes the entire experience and the entire approach. What if I have to say something that might hurt his feelings? Am I optimizing for what will make him successful or am I optimizing? Now, making sure I don't hurt his feelings might be part of helping him be successful, but I think that this is the thing and and going back to hyperconscious, shout out, uh, throwback, you have to be, I think a lot of people's intention subconsciously is to enjoy themselves and I think that that is holding them back from from maximizing their potential without them knowing it. And a lot of what, what they could do is my intention in this room is to grow as much as possible. If that was your intention or to learn as much as possible, it's going to change the whole game. And then you'll end up enjoying yourself. Well, I think the, and we talked about, when did, well, I don't remember what episode it was. We talked about the 80-20. Right. I don't remember, was that, I don't remember when it was. But think of it this way. If you, were consistent in your intention for growth and contribution and mastery for 80% of the time, right. the other 20% of the time you could be present on enjoying the moment. Yeah. That could be your intention, right? So it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. Go ahead. I just, one last thing I want to say. Quickly, quickly. I think happiness and pleasure and enjoyment and fulfillment are a byproduct. I don't think they should be the goal. It's, it's interesting. Someone who optimizes for enjoyment doesn't get enjoyment long term. Because you and I are enjoying this right now, but that wasn't the goal. Right. We didn't come in here like trying to, you know, we're trying to add as much value to our listeners as humanly possible, and we're trying to grow and contribute at the highest possible level. Enjoyment is a byproduct. That's just something I want to bring. Interesting. I dig it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are enjoying your podcast and you want to grow it, scale it, monetize it, all that happy jazz in 2021, uh, reach out to me. I would be happy to help you. I'm doing free calls with new podcasters or experienced ones. You can reach out to me directly. Also, Alan is doing next... So he has next level business solutions now. So we have two parts, podcast and business. Uh, If you're looking to grow your business... Excuse me. If you're looking to grow your business, make more money and have more fun. Alan Lazarus. Strong word. The one and only. I think that's Dave's thing, but we're going to borrow it. Yeah, we're going to borrow it. Also, so Kevin and I are doing a new initiative. Not only are we doing free 30-minute calls with our listeners to help them get clear on their goals and dreams and optimize, basically, find their one thing, whatever that is, or their many things, Um, but also we're doing speeches. So we're doing a new speaking initiative in 2021 where basically we will speak to your middle school, high school, college, 
company, organization, nonprofit. What we do is we send a customized questionnaire to the potential audience. We get feedback on what they're going through, what are their goals, dreams, what are their challenges, fears, desires. And then we customize a specific virtual speech for that specific audience. Uh, we've had a lot, a lot of success in that recently. As a matter of fact, we have five opportunities coming up, so we're super excited. But if you're a listener of this show, the first one is free. Please reach out to Kevin or myself or anyone on the team. We want to go out. We want to add as much value as possible. The world has changed more in the past couple of years than it ever has, and we're ready to help people reinvent themselves. Beautiful. Thanks. Also, we are changing our mastermind. Oh. So the mastermind is now going to be either next level meetup Monday or next level Monday meetup. I like meetup Monday. That's, it just flows off my tongue. I like that. Same. Um, but we're going to see. We don't know exactly the name. So in terms of the setup, nothing is really going to change. This is what's going to change. We're going to do a 40-minute keynote. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we're going to literally turn the cameras off. We are not going to record any of this post Amble, and we're going to allow the community to talk about what they just learned, talk about what's going on in their life, they can talk to each other, whatever it is. We want to help facilitate good conversation. Yep. That's it. When we say meet up, it's the opportunity to meet up and talk with like-minded individuals, and you also have something to talk about. We yep. just did a 40-minute keynote, bada-bing, bada-boom. So every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, none of that changes. Go ahead. So in the Monday meetup, or meetup Monday... Basically, yep, the up, idea meet up here, Monday, yeah, Meetup Monday. Meetup Monday is the, the, the way. So basically, the idea here is, again, the 40-minute keynote, if you don't want to stay for the meetup part, you don't have to. Right. And if you do want to stay for the meetup part and just listen in, without, you don't have to contribute. There's no pressure. We want to lower the barrier of entry because I think that once you dip your toe in, you'll start to get more comfortable, and then eventually you'll be able to meet people. Uh, Amy, Jen, Brandon, Jenna, they'll all be there and they'll be facilitating the conversation. On top of that, we're going to have a specific PDF each week where basically it has prompts. It has questions. Kevin and I have been at events where they had breakout sessions and we asked ourselves tough questions in those groups of people. That's the way we're kind of designing this. So you don't just come and passively learn from Kevin and I. You're going to meet other incredible people who are also trying to get to the next level. I dig it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we do not have fans. We have family. Speaking of math masterminds tomorrow you're going to hear our last mastermind actual mastermind i believe yeah uh, where we talked about how to level up your awareness how to get to the next level of your awareness as you guys know this used to be the hyperconscious podcast we were all about awareness and i think now more than ever if you want to make a change the first thing you have to do is become aware of what you need to change we went through our surefire ways self-awareness self-awareness yes, yes. Uh, and as always i'll say it again i will say it one more time I will. I'll say it. We don't have fans. We have family. <laughs> Talk to you in the next Talk to you one. soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.